The gospel is not the gospel unless it is understandable, because if it is spoken in cold words and Christianese, it becomes the jargon of the self-righteous and not the good news that is supposed to go to all the world. We don't have to make them speak, dress, and act like one particular group. We need to help them see God, respect God, and know that the same God loves everyone. The Samaritan, the prostitute, the user, the foreigner within our borders, and yes, even us. Respect God, give glory to Him, for the hour of how He judges our witness to even the least of these is at hand. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. I'm Alarise Colley and this is Sabbath School University. Hi again guys and welcome back to the show. It's always a pleasure to just sit and chat with you. Um, for the sake of our audience, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourselves, your name, where you're from, and I also want to know the name of one person that you respect and why. My name is David Atari. I'm from New York, and I respect uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He's um, a Lutheran pastor that we just recently read about, and he stuck with his beliefs um, right through to the end, and he was eventually um, um, martyred. Okay. Um, my name is Ruth Rivera. I, I've been living in Michigan for two years, sort of, and I have some Hispanic background from different places. <laughs> um, the person that I admire most I will say it's, well, after Jesus, I admire my father a lot mm. because I've seen how much he has got through different circumstances in life. And just by clinging on Jesus, I've seen him get through them and become mm. a better man each day. I admire him a lot. Hi, my name is Dale Simpson. I'm from Jamaica, parish of Hanover in Jamaica. And... Uh, it, this wasn't planned, but the person that I respect uh, in answering your question uh, is my mother. <laughs> uh, just uh, seeing how her faith in God has carried her through so many difficult moments in life. Uh, when we you know, went through difficulties, uh, she held on to Christ, and that was her hope to, to carry mm -hmm. through. So yeah, I respect you a lot for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you, Dale, to read sure. the scripture for us and then do an opening prayer. Okay. The scripture reading is from Revelation 14, verses 6 and 7. And it says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come, and worship Him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and springs of water. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you for 
the opportunity we have to come before you today. As we open your word, we ask God that you will, in a very special way, help us to understand what your word says. I pray, God, that you will help us to uh, just rightfully talk about the things that are here and that we'll be able to express uh, who you are uh, in the book of Revelation to, to the people that will be listening. And we pray, God, that you bless us. Help us have a wonderful time as we talk about you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. In this lesson, we're looking at our prophetic message. The whole series was about the sanctuary, and we're focusing on our prophetic message. Now, I have a confession. Sometimes, well, more so in the past, whenever I hear the word prophecy or prophetic message, I become very afraid. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, yep. what are they going to talk about mm -hmm, now? Mm -hmm. But um, this this message for today is so interesting because it helps to to give me a sense of hope and dispel some of that fear. Now, you told me of someone that you respect and why. And scripture tells us to fear God. So what does this first angel's message mean to fear God? Yeah, well, I think, I think we, are, we already made that comparison uh, to, to fear God, or in other words, to respect God or to to honor God or to, to, to hold God in, in high respect, to have to, to um, hold him in, in awe, as it were. Um, so it, it's similar to respect. Uh, there's a text in the Bible that's similar to that. Um, it's Psalms 9, verse 10. And it, it says that the, the fear of God is the, the, big, the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy is understanding. And so it's respecting God. It's, 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 the, the psalmist is saying it's a good thing, it's a wise thing have respect mm -hmm. for God because that's the, the opening of your mind to, to have more knowledge and more wisdom. And so mm -hmm. I think that's, that's really what it is. Um, so the first angel's message in Revelation 14 uh, verse 6 uh, talks about having respect for God. But I notice whenever the Bible gives uh, a command or, or, or says do this, it gives a reason for it as well. And it says in Revelation 14 uh, verse 7, uh, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. So we can respect God because he's our creator. Mm -hmm. And we can also respect God because he's coming soon. And so the judgment is coming. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I would also add to that. And that, that's another reason to fear him. Mm -hmm. Because he holds the key to our salvation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's not fair in the sense of. You know, being afraid, being afraid no, I want no. to be away from him. Right. It's fair in the sense, like what Dale, you're saying in terms of respect. Mm -hmm. So right. it's, a good, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. when we mm -hmm. think about fear, we can either think, oh, I have to be scared about him. But this is more like, because I know you, I have such, as ad such an admiration for you, mm -hmm. for the things you've done for me. So I respect you, and that's mm -hmm. kind of the fear that mm -hmm. he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Now, the book of Revelation is the, the only book that actually uses the word gospel, which is very interesting because we use gospel all of the time, mm -hmm. and it's only in the book of Revelation. What does the gospel mean, and why is it so relevant for us today? The word gospel actually means the good news. Mm -hmm. So when we hear the, the, the word good news and we equate it to the Bible, we, we, and, and what it says in Revelation 14, 6, uh, where it talks about another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel. So when we look at the gospel in the Bible, it's um, it's having the the uh, story of Jesus and and his what he did when he came and 
he's he saved us from our sins. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, the book of Revelation, the way the book starts itself, it says this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is the, the good news about Jesus Christ. This is opening to our minds what he does, what he's doing for us, and that's good news. Everything that God does for us, especially through his son Jesus, is good news that should be shared. And so I, I think uh, it's, it's, that's exactly what gospel is. Um, the good news of what Jesus does. And I think that's why it's mentioned in Revelation, um, specifically because it's the last book of the Bible. Um, it's giving mm -hmm. what's going to happen at the end of time. And it's saying this is good news. It's not something to mm -hmm. be feared. Mm -hmm. um, um, but it's, it's the good news of how the story ends. And, and that's the good news that we should share. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Matthew 28 Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't use the word gospel, right. but it's giving a very special message as it relates to the end of time. And, mm -hmm. and what do you think about that message? I think it's an awesome message. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a responsibility that we have, yes, to give that message. And I think in order for us to give that message, we need to know that message ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just as how we need to know who Jesus is so that we can spread that good news, we need to know, know that message so that we can, from our heart, that has an experience with the person the message is about, you know, spread that with joy. So, so I, think it's, I think it's awesome that we have that, that responsibility or we have that opportunity to work with Christ mm -hmm. in, in, in sharing that gospel, that good news about Him. Mm. Yeah. And putting it in today, today's terms, it also gave us a different sense of what we are talking about, what is the gospel about. Like, how many of you guys have been in love of someone and then mm -hmm. you want oh, to boy. tell this um, to your friends <laughs> yep. about this yeah, girl, exactly. this guy that you really like? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it goes beyond just mm -hmm. one day of worship, mm -hmm. of telling someone, mm -hmm. you know, God is powerful, God is faithful. Mm -hmm. It goes to your whole week because when we are in love, we don't talk about the person mm -hmm. just one day. Wow. It's wow the whole week yeah. and maybe sometimes it's in our thoughts the whole day mm -hmm. so it's just the same thing it's as you follow fall, fall in love with Jesus you're gonna be just opening up mm -hmm. telling people about the experience you are having and they are gonna be uh, amazed right. by what you're right. experiencing right. Yeah. they want to know they are going to want to know how you get it mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah so it's mm -hmm. about getting excited about someone yep. and mm -hmm. not just you know what he did for you but just that relationship with him excites you and you want to tell others mm -hmm. about him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. yeah, I guess it should be a natural thing. Yeah, I, I heard a friend of mine mention it once. We talk about evangelism and, and mm -hmm. telling others about Jesus, but he mentioned evangeliving. It should be mm -hmm. natural that you automatically talk about Jesus and talk about what he's been doing in your life because it's good news for you, but it's also good news for someone else. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And that's, that's the gospel. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about preaching the gospel it's about living, living the, gospel. the gospel yeah, yeah and mm. then because you're experiencing then you can say come and see right because right. you have something that is real like people when when they see that we are just saying some theory or philosophy there it's not something meaningful mm -hmm. but then if we are getting all the good results that come from living the gospel they're mm -hmm. gonna want to know how you can do right. it right. Mm. Yeah. Now, at the heart of revelation is also a call to worship. You know, it's, it's focusing here on worship. Now, how is that related to the Sabbath? In revelation, God um, points us in the direction of, of Jesus and his coming. Mm 
and um, an essential part of, the, of, of Jesus's um, message is keeping the commandments, uh, reuniting to God mm. and obeying him and, and, and respecting his character. So when we think about uh, worshiping God, we say, how do we, how can we worship God? Mm -hmm. uh, we have to come into alignment with him so that we can give him, give him the glory and, and that we can, we can praise him for what he's doing. So by doing as he says and seeing the fruits that's, that are born in our lives, then we can give him the glory mm -hmm. and we can, we, can, uh, we can effectively worship him. Mm -hmm. yeah. one, of the, one of the key things about the book of Revelation is when it talks about it says, I'm, I'm surrendering my life, my heart to God as well so that he can do what he needs to do in my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm not taking this all by myself, but I'm resting in God. And I think many times we think of it as a physical day where I walk the church in my Bible, and I go to worship and I sing some songs, listen to the sermon, but it also means I'm surrounding my heart as well. And the question is, am I resting spiritually in Christ? I can go to church as much as I want, but if I'm not surrendering my heart to Him, then am I really resting? Mm -hmm. you know, so I think it points to physical rest, but also um, spiritually giving ourselves to God because He's, He's my Creator. He knows what's best, so I can rest in Him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and when we take the Sabbath rest, mm -hmm. we also are acknowledging that God created the world right. and God, that, that the Creator God is the God that we serve. Mm -hmm. So we have also acknowledged that He set apart a day. So by taking this rest, we acknowledge Him as God and we obey Him. And so therefore, we, it all comes together in, in that we are worshiping that God. Mm -hmm. And Joseph, I see in all the benefits that you get with um, having this special time with him. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's just kind of putting in the context of revelation, worshiping, and also mm -hmm. with creation, we can see how much God had um, set importance on this day, mm -hmm. having Adam and Eve in communion with him. Mm -hmm. So to me, going back to the same context, context of dating or just sharing the love you have for mm -hmm. someone, mm -hmm. This special date, it's like a date. Yep. You set apart yes, time is. for this. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be putting all your effort to getting to know more about Christ. So it's very amazing because it charges your kind of energy battery for a mm -hmm. new week. Mm -hmm. Where you are also going to be talking about the one you love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it goes a different experience yeah. with yeah. that. Uh, I'll just, I just want to comment on that. If we think of God not just as some far-off, distant um, entity, but as an actual being, somebody that's here with us and mm -hmm. can fellowship with us, then by reading the Word, we allow God to speak to us. Mm -hmm. And by prayer, we speak to God, we develop our relationship. And then on this special day, we take time with God like we take time with other things during the week. We set apart this day so that we can commune and have a fullness of life um, committed to God. Yeah, and it, mm -hmm. what's amazing is even outside the church, there are individuals who realize the importance of a day of rest. And, and you know, they'll point to the fact that, well, on this one day you should turn off this and turn off that and, 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 and disconnect, as it were, from, from all the social media stuff and really focus on, on who God is. And, and that's good, but it also means that we need to know you know, why am I resting? Is it just for, for, for physical needs or 
am I really supposed to be doing something else, which is surrendering myself to God as well. Mm -hmm. so, so I think it's, it's, it's important, and they realize it. And I think a part of this message that we have is to say, you're right, we do need a day of rest, but it's more than just physical rest. It's surrendering my all to God in a holistic way, right? So, so that He can not just have my, my physical body rejuvenated, but also I can have that time where I'm spiritually rejuvenated as well. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm liking, I'm liking what I'm hearing about the Sabbath. Now, you know, a lot of times people, you talked about the Sabbath being a form of worship. Mm -hmm. You know, it continues throughout the week. It's not just on the Sabbath. Right. But a lot of times people think, okay, it's this, this hard, fast rule. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. But, you know, we understand that the Sabbath is a beautiful worship experience mm -hmm. with our Creator. So I just want to hear, again, in your business a little bit, I want to hear, give me like one or two activities that you do on Sabbath to help bring your mind back to the Creator. Well, this week I know that I'm going to be reading a book that is um, geared towards what we believe, uh, what the Bible says. Um, so that will help my understanding to help me to root my, my beliefs in what the Bible says and help me to relate it to my life. And also, you know, I like to take hikes. Um, like last Sabbath, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, take a walk, you know, go through the woods, have an adventure, and, um, and just connect with nature because that's, um, you know, God created the world. So by being in the, in the nature, you can, you can get a different perspective and dynamic of who God is and how he can affect us um, through inspiration and just in nature. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like to do is just, kind of have a walk mm -hmm. and talk to him about the things that I'm feeling and also keep in silence to hear his voice through nature and also reminding me the promises that I've read in his word. Mm -hmm. Other thing that I like to do is um, just get acquainted with, with friends, mm -hmm. with people I know, just hearing about how God is being, um, making an difference in their lives mm -hmm. and also mm -hmm. be able to share mm -hmm. what he's doing for me. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, I love doing that, what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Just talking about the goodness of God, talking about uh, who he is, uh, the experiences that we've had with him throughout the week. Mm -hmm. I, I love fellowshipping or, or having that time where I can, um, I can share who God is and, and be encouraged from who God is in your life, your experience, your testimony. I love doing that. I love when young people can get together on a Sabbath mm -hmm. afternoon and just go just hiking. talk and, and <laughs> or go hiking, you know, and talk. And, <laughs> but go talk about yeah, 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 who God is and and, mm -hmm. and um, it encourages it, it encourages us mm -hmm. when we hear different stories of, of what God is doing mm -hmm. in, in our friends' life, mm -hmm. and also like meeting new people. And so in in you know, walking or if we invited a friend to church in our afternoon program, I I love getting to know who who they are and uh, where they are in their experience with, with, with God and, and how I can um, be of assistance, how I can encourage them and how they can encourage me as well. So I, I love fellowship on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Now the Sabbath is um, a command and he also gave us other instructions. What does it mean to keep his commandments, especially the one where he says to love your neighbor as yourself? To keep God's commandments is... Um is to, um, well, love your neighbor as yourself is one of the key aspects of his commandments. Um, mm -hmm. Commandments 
uh, being the Ten Commandments as love for God and love for man. Mm -hmm. So when we love our neighbor as ourselves, we put our neighbor in, in the same light that we hold ourselves. And we want our neighbor, we, we want that for our neighbor, whatever we can do. Mm -hmm. um, when, when, we, when we keep, by, by loving our neighbors, we are keeping the commandments. Mm -hmm. And by honoring God, um, we're also keeping the commandments. So we act out the commandments throughout our day and our lives yeah. um, as best we can. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in. Go ahead, go ahead. It's okay. It's uh, to be put it in a practical way, just to see, like sometimes when we see someone and people, we sometimes ju we just get to judge people by appearance. Mm. And we don't get to really know who they are. So it's basically going beyond appearance getting to know who that person is. Even though sometimes I might not get along with someone, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to ask God to reach towards that person. I have found that many times when we feel like this kind of rejection towards in a specific person, it's because um, the enemy doesn't want us to have that interaction where we can grow together in Christ. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of leaving those things outside and giving my heart to Christ so that He can work in me with my fellow brothers and mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I think it's, it's, uh, it's observing God's commandments. Uh, the, the Hebrew mindset, when they, when, they, when they talk about keeping God's commandments, the other word is, is observing as well, observing God's commandments. And I think uh, because the commandments of God are a reflection of who God is with Christ, my experience with Christ is even though I'm hurt, I can give that to God. And he can give me the power to to forgive and to mm. to love again. So so I think that's that, that's what it means. It's really that journey with God, keeping His commandments. Yeah, I, I think it's also important, like you were saying, when you journey with Christ, you put your eyes on Christ, mm -hmm. so you can see your neighbor and you can see their needs. Mm -hmm. But the natural uh, reaction as human beings, we may um, look at items, look at something that I want, and then you take your eyes off Christ. And now you start focusing on what you want and you lose sight of everybody else because now you're focused on yourself. Right. So the, the reality is you can't keep the commandments unless you're focused on Christ because you don't know how to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of being selfless. Mm -hmm. And as Jesus was putting it on the parable of the Good Samaritan, it was the person who served, it was seeing beyond himself. Mm -hmm. And that allowed him to love his neighbor because the love of Christ was in him first. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's really, really, uh, just to, to touch on, on this point that you just made, is that um, also Jesus talks about the rich young ruler. And he, he tells the rich young ruler, you know, you've kept the commandments, now go and sell all you have and follow me. Now we, we have to ask ourselves, why did he tell him to sell all he has? Because his possessions came between him and seeing what Jesus has done for him so that he so that he can know how to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. So if we allow our, our earthly possessions to come between us and 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 Christ, then we can't see um, the needs then we can't so love and, and yeah and see the see the needs of others. And also it's important to note that um, that this was actually pointed out in a book and you might disagree and it would be interesting but um, <laughs> basically 
Um, we can't go and just say, okay, well, that's what Jesus told the rich young ruler. So I myself, I'm going to go and sell everything. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to be close to God. Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, you're still left with the same mindset. Mm -hmm. So you're not really changing anything mm -hmm. in your heart. But it's by being obedient to, to Jesus' call that the rich young ruler would have been brought, brought closer to him. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if we are called to do something in our lives, it's the obedience that will bring us closer to him. It's not on our terms, it's on Christ's terms. So if we generate ideas on how I think I should get closer to God, that won't work because that's not necessarily mm -hmm. what Jesus has, has pointed out for you to do. Yeah, yeah. So if someone is asking you, you know, we're talking about Daniel and Revelation, we're talking about the gospel and, you know, the Sabbath and his commandments, and part of that is to, to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. But, you know, part of that also is telling our neighbor about the gospel, correct? And giving them a sense of hope. Now, does Daniel and Revelation give hope? Yes. Yeah. I think it does. Easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it does. Uh, the, the amazing thing is Daniel and Revelation gives us the picture of what will happen. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a prophecy, so it's a, it's, it's a sure thing. This is what is going to happen. You can have hope in, in, in this coming to pass because if God is the one that gives it, then he's faithful that, that, that promised. His promises are sure. Uh, but I think the, the hope here that is in Daniel and Revelation, and which is a part of our message, is that one, our God is coming again. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the difficulties of this life that we face, it will not last forever. Uh, there will be an end. The Bible says the last enemy that will be destroyed is, is death. So it, it gives a, an ending to, to the things that we face. And so we can have mm -hmm. hope in that, that it's, there is going to come a time when these things will, will come to an end. I think also uh, the hope that we see in, in Daniel and Revelation is it shows us who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And so as we focus on, on who he is, we're able to love our, our neighbor. And we're able to share in love this message that, listen, the God that loves me loves you as well. And that he also wants your entire heart. He, he wants your life. He wants to live his life through you. So I think that's the hope we have. Um, mm -hmm. Well, that's just, just two of the hopes we have in Daniel Revelation. But I think it's something that we need to hold on to so that we can share it with the world. Mm -hmm. I think both, both books can help us to understand more of what is this all about? I've heard a lot of friends who um, ask me, like, how can we really know that when Jesus comes, I'm not going to be the one that is going to be so afraid because mm -hmm. Jesus is coming. Right. So this book, is both, both books are showing us that by having a close relationship with him, knowing who he is, and sharing that promise of, uh, that he is coming for us, it can make a difference in our life. Um, mm. Like basically, I, I, I compare this of making a good friend. If you know that that friend is coming, you're gonna be very happy mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you're gonna spend good time with him. And on top of that, that friend told you you are gonna be going to your favorite place. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a really good time. Right, but then right. if you don't know someone and it's telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be this, going this place, it's not going to have any no. meaning to you. So it's just the same here as God telling you, you know, we've been friends for such a long time, and I want you to come and live with me. What do you mm. think about that? Mm -hmm. If you would like to join in the discussion, visit our Facebook page off the link 
on our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool.org. For Sabbath School University, I'm Alarise Colley. We'll see you next week. Thank you.